Hi there, my name is Josh and welcome to my podcast. I believe that anything worth doing is worth doing God's way. And at this podcast, we're going to learn how simply and practically we can apply God's ways to our everyday life. So we've come far together ever since um, we started this podcast and um, you've been working with me up to this point. I've shared very many stories, but one thing that I've struggled with is being vulnerable sometimes. And um, the story that I want to share today, it, it's, one, it's one of those things that I'm not very proud of. Um, today I want to share maybe uh, two stories that highlight some mistakes that I made in the past that they revolve around my work and my assignment and um, it's something I'm not very proud of but there's a lesson to it and because we've come from far you and I um, I'm very willing to share it with you and I hope that you're going to gain something from it so recently God has been dealing with me in regards to my work he's been dealing with me in regards to how I approach my work and Particularly when I'm referring to my work, I'm referring to my career work. So you'll hear me referring to my assignment and you'll hear me referring to my work. When I talk about my assignment, I'm mainly referring to things to do with the kingdom of God, work that revolves around the kingdom of God. That is teaching, doing one thing or another, going on a mission. Those things are what I refer to as an assignment, my assignment or my mission. Um, when I'm talking about my work, I'm referring to my career, my work in graphic design and all that that entails. Now, in reference to my assignment, many years ago, I was invited to speak at a particular school. And this was about, I can say about eight years ago, eight years or so ago. Um, now, me going to this school, this was the second time I was invited to this school. The very first time that I went there, this was an all, it was an all-girls high school in Nairobi. And um, the first time that I was invited there, I had a wonderful time. First time I had ever done anything like that. It was it was brilliant. The reception was good. I prepared well and I enjoyed. I genuinely really enjoyed um, my time there, and the feedback was really really good. So much so that they invited me for a second time. Now between that time, the very first time that I was there, and the second time I was invited, a number of things happened, and that was really in regards to now my work. I got extremely busy between that time, and in fact, the date that I was that was set for me to come back to the school, it was a very, very busy season, very busy period. So in my line of work, I'm a consultant. And so there tends to be certain seasons which are busier than others, especially towards like the end of the year and certain seasons, uh, certain periods in between the year, it tends to be much, much busier than before. And also at that time, I happened to be doing work that involved me moving from place to place. So, so meeting clients, delivering t-shirts, doing all those things. Like as compared to now, that time I was moving around a lot. I was going from place to place to place. I think I was also in school at the time. Um, I think I was also in college at the time. And so it really, really caused me to really move around a lot. And so that took a toll on me as far as my time was concerned. I didn't have as much time to do, you know, be to do a lot of recreation stuff and other things outside of my work. I was really, really focused on that. And so on Sunday as well, I used to be very busy on Sunday. So basically, the whole week, seven days a week, I was engaged in one assignment or, or on one job. Something was just always on my plate. And so when I was invited back for the second time, 
the amount of time that I had to prepare for it was not as much as the first time. And I'm ashamed to say that it's an excuse to, to a certain degree. I feel like it's an excuse in hindsight. And I feel like I could have done better as far as preparation is concerned. But at that time, I just simply didn't know how to manage myself well. I didn't know how to manage my time that effectively. And so it caught me at a time when I couldn't prepare that well for this particular assignment. And I couldn't say no. I didn't feel like I could say no. I didn't feel like I could tell them, no, I can't come. Because it was a good opportunity. I enjoyed and I still enjoy speaking on a stage and speaking to people and so i didn't feel like i could say no especially considering how well the first time went i just assumed that the second time would also go well so in the days leading up to that point i was thinking about what i'm gonna speak about it was just on my mind on my mind but i never let me say i never got the opportunity or, or made the opportunity to actually sit down and actually prepare that specific teaching for the day i did not it was just in my head and by the time the day reached the day has now reached this is the day i'm supposed to uh i'm supposed to now come and share the word in the school and we, i'm sharing it in the evening that the session is going to be in the evening now so that when that day reached i still had not sat down and written down what i was going to talk about for that day and so i remember going to a place um just before a place that was nearby to the school just before that um, evening session and I sat and I thought thought and I thought and I said okay so what am I gonna talk about today what what am I gonna share mind you I don't think I was really consulting God. I think it was more of consulting my mind. I was just like, what, what exactly am I going to do? And so I opted to share something that I felt I was very comfortable. So generally when you share, you know, there are those topics that you feel you're very comfortable with. There are those things that you've heard a lot about. And, and that's what I, I, I decided to go with. I decided to share something that I knew what I thought I knew very well because I had heard a lot about it. But to be quite honest, I had not sat down to dig deeper into it. So whatever I was going with was honestly very surface level. Surface level to the extent that if I was going to be asked questions about it, I'm not sure how well I would have answered those questions. But in terms of knowing just the general overview of the things, I guess I knew it. And I felt like, okay, maybe this might help them in this season. That's a tower. So I went to the school. I jotted down a few notes leading up to that point, And I went to the school. So going to the school, the session begins and I go ahead and pour out whatever I thought would be helpful to them. They did it. And I don't know, if you've ever spoken in front of people, there's something about silence that... It, you're not sure if it's, a, you know, when, you, when you're faced with silence, you're really not sure what's happening. You're not sure if the people are receiving it. You're not sure if the people are bored. You're not sure if it's too hard for them to swallow. So silence can be very, can be a very odd thing to face when you're speaking to people. And that's what I was faced with at this time. It was just, it was some kind of silence that I, I, I just felt that the, the more I taught, the more I felt like, I, I feel like I'm confusing these guys. I feel like I'm not doing this the proper way. I knew that as I was speaking, I was not doing the right thing. And I knew for sure I had not done the right thing. By the time I finished teaching, by the time I finished sharing the word, I remember the person who was hosting me, who had invited me to speak at the school, just stood up and said, hey, I know you guys have a lot of questions. And that's, that's where I knew, okay, I messed up here. I, I genuinely messed up. The reason why I say this is a very vulnerable episode is because for very many years after that, I was, that thing still... I, I'm not very proud of that day. I'm, I'm not very proud of that day. I'm not very proud of how I approached it. And every time I get the opportunity to speak in front of people, I have approached my assignment with a lot more care and a lot more detail and a lot more diligence because I remember that day. 
I my personality is one that hates to disappoint people and more so God. I I hate disappointing. I felt like I disappointed the person who invited me. I felt like I disappointed God most especially. And I never got the opportunity to go back to that school again to quote unquote make up for whatever the mistake was. And I feel like and it was a very long time before I got after that it was a very long time before I got the opportunity to speak in front of people again. And I think that God was really dealing with me in that period. I had to walk through a lot of guilt and a lot of shame in regards to that particular day. And I think it's really more or less how my just my personality is is set up. So I still have to say that when I approach my my assignment, my assignment duties now, um, I approach them with a lot more care, a lot more diligence, uh, remembering the mistake that I made back then, avoiding making such a mistake ever again. And of course, uh, they say human is to error. So I'm not saying I'm perfect. And I'm not saying that I, I approach it perfectly every other time. However, I am a lot more keen on how I approach it. My care for the assignment that God gives to me, it's approached with a lot more diligence and a lot more care now. And so when I speak, whether I'm speaking in a church, whether I'm speaking in a school, when I'm speaking on this podcast, the preparation is with a lot more detail. Let me give you another story in regards to my work. So this is another story I'm not very proud of, but it's painting and it's painting a picture. I'm going somewhere there. So a couple of years after that particular uh, that incident, I got the opportunity to do um, an advertisement in design for a very prominent governor in our country. He's no longer a governor now. I think he's a CS, but he's a very prominent governor back then. And so this governor was going to, was rerunning. Um, he was running for a second term in his county and he needed to do a fundraising event for his next campaign. And so coming to that, somebody approached me and told me that oh, we need to do this design for this guy. Um, I know him and I'm hoping that if he runs for president or when he starts his campaign, he will involve us in that campaign. So this is kind of like a pitch that if you do this thing well, He'll be able to give us maybe that opportunity later. And if you're here in Kenya, doing work for politics tends to be very lucrative, especially during that campaign season. Money is really poured out a lot. And so it, it was very, it was a really good idea. I was very excited to do it. That Up to that point, I had not done any work in regards to the government or politics or anything like that. And so I was very excited to do it. And um, remember, this is his job. It's not really my job. It's his job. But he wanted me to do it um, together with him so that he could get the campaign gig uh, moving forward. So what happens is this. So normally when I do my work, somebody sends me a brief, most times on mail, sometimes on WhatsApp, and then I do the design and all that. So this was a, a campaign fundraiser. Okay. So what that advert had was his image, the details of the campaign uh, fundraiser, where it was going to be. And for those people who could not make it for the fundraiser, there's an account number that was supposed to be there. Um, that was at the bottom of um, that was the bottom of the advert that if you're not able to make it, you can just simply send your money. So there's the account number. The, account, the bank account number. And then there was, I think it was a pay bill and something of the sort. So now the issue <laughs> that came up and the reason why I tell people till this day, send me an email or send me a text is they sent me the account number on a, on a paper. So the account number was written down on a paper and they took a picture and sent it to me. So I couldn't copy paste. I had to type it all. So I go ahead and I do the design. So me normally when it comes to design, I focus a lot on the design. Not so much the copy, but more so the design. So I designed and designed and designed, did the work, put the account number and all that and sent it. I like the design. The, the, it was supposed to be published in the newspaper, I think, the, in the day after that. So I sent it to them. They liked it. They said, good, let's go ahead. So I was excited. I was like, wow. So we're waiting, we're waiting to see if maybe you're going to get this gig. You're probably going to get the campaign in a couple of years, but I did the job. Now, 
a day after, I think uh, three days after that, after the newspaper was already published, after uh, after the advert was already published in the papers, I get a call, a distress call from this client of mine. He tells me, Josh, when you put the account number, did you double check? I was like, um, what happened? Kwani, Kwani, what's wrong? I said, Josh, you put the wrong account number. The mistake that I had made, I didn't necessarily put the entire thing was wrong. Okay, basically it was wrong, but one digit, I mistook a seven for a one. That messed up the entire account number. The whole purpose of this advert, <laughs> the whole point of this advert was to solicit funds from the public to be sent to that account number. And I messed it up. You cannot imagine how guilty I felt. You cannot imagine how bad I felt that I messed that thing up. I messed it up for this client. I messed it up for his client. And I messed up that opportunity, particularly for him. Now, these are things that I've had to deal with over the years. And they've impacted my work and my assignment in different ways. Every time I approach my work, a lot of times when we face when we are faced with mistakes of the past, it can either make us be worse, you know, because we're always constantly feeling guilty, or make us better because now we want to do better. For me, I ended up doing better. This is now my 12th year in regards to my work. This is now my 12th year in design. Like I mentioned, God has really been dealing with me recently in how I approach my work today. And you know, it's very easy for you to think like 12 years down the line, they say it takes 10,000 hours to, to master a craft. And you know, once you've passed through that 10,000 hours, you you gain certain experiences. And, and once you've gained that experience, it feels like things are automated. You know, you're just on autopilot most of the time because you have the skill, you have the knowledge, you know what buttons to press most of the times and so it's very easy for you to not lean on god most of the time it's very easy for you to keep going with your work day by day by day on autopilot not even involving god at all in your decisions in your work or in any matter in anything that um, revolves to do with your work you'll almost only <laughs> you find yourself only involving him when you get into some trouble whether that is a uh, a conflict with a co-worker, a conflict with a client, a conflict with a boss or, or some kind of conflict or maybe a dealing that didn't go so well and that's when you find yourself now seeking God heavily. But how efficient and how prudent would it be if we sought God before troubles came? If, if instead of going back to God with mistakes, we would go to him with everything. You see, God is in the details. God literally cares about every single detail of your life. He cares about your relationship with him he cares about your relationships with others he cares about your work he cares about where you go how you go and what you do he cares about every single detail of your life there's no place i've seen in scripture where where you'd go to god and he'll be like i you're, you're praying too much i feel like there are a lot of times when we seek god out and pray concerning our work and seek his will concerning what we need to do on a day-to-day -day basis and lean on his wisdom on a day-to-day -day basis we will find ourselves working more and more efficiently day by day. You see, I remember, I think it was uh, Jackie Perry or someone else who talked about how when we don't pray or when we don't seek God for his will or his opinion, particularly daily prayer, it's a kind of pride. Because what we're telling God is that I know how to do this. I don't really need you to be involved in this kind of thing. So it's it, there's a sense of pride that comes with not praying, with not seeking God on a day-to-day -day basis. Because the reality is this, when we pray, 
what we are doing is we're invoking God into our day. We're invoking God into our work whenever we pray. This is a reminder to me. To be quite honest, this podcast, this particular episode is, is something I'm putting out there to remind me constantly because there are times that I find myself working and I get out of faith. If I look at my work and I look at my assignment, whenever I stand on a stage or I'm speaking in any kind of setting, I know when the Holy Spirit has now just taken over. I know that at this, from this point forward, God just took over this and he led it in his honor. I know it. And now I've become a lot more conscious in my work. I've become a lot more conscious because there are certain days when I'm working and there's so much pressure, so much pressure pressure to perform, pressure to ensure every client is pleased, pressure to ensure that everything is working efficient. You find that in the times of that pressure, it's almost like Peter when he was on the water. You started with faith, but you finished with work. Peter was on the water and when he was just when he's walking towards Jesus, he was walking by faith. The moment he looked at the storms, he got fear. And that was now the work. He now remembered, oh my goodness, I, I'm, I'm too vulnerable for this place. In his mind, he must have seen his vulnerability, his vulnerability to the storms, his vulnerability to drowning and how susceptible he was to, to dying at that particular moment. Whereas when he stepped out of the boat, he stepped out on the command of God. It wasn't about him. The power was not in him to walk on the water. The power that he walked on was the word of God. The power that walked on was all by the backing of his Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so how comes and... Uh, and maybe in our own lives, we, and in our work, we burn out simply because we took our eyes off of Christ. We get stressed out and burnt out constantly and frustrated in our work simply maybe because we're no longer looking at Christ, but we're looking at ourselves. We started by faith when we asked God for the work. We started by faith when the challenges, when we felt like we're, this job was too big for you. But as we went along, we took our eyes off of Christ and, and put it back on ourselves. We put it back on our experience. We put it back on our on our education. We put it back on our mastery. And we forgot that it was God who gives the wisdom. It was God who gave you the opportunity to be there. And as a result, it's to him that you're accountable to. It's to him. It's only him that can sustain you when you're walking on those waters. I've had to go back and check myself in this because as I've come to this 12th year of my work, it's by the grace of God that I'm here. I tell people constantly, why I get clients, I don't know, but they come. I've, I've never lacked them, not a single day in very many years. And it's not because I'm any special. It's not because I'm super or anything of the sort, but I truly believe it's by the grace and favor of God upon my life that he sends them to me and he gives me the skill and the wisdom to do the work. However, when I'm actually doing the work, I found myself being unconscious of his presence, being doing the work and getting into a lot of pressure. And I find myself getting out of faith. I find that now I'm doing the work by works and not by faith, that I lean on my own knowledge and my own understanding and my own system of doing things because just that's just how I've done it and no longer leaning on God for this unique task that is before me. And so I pass the same over to you and, and I ask that as you continue to do your work on a day-to-day -day basis, how often do you seek God? How, how involved is God in your work? Do you seek him out? Do you do you pray for the day? Do you pray for wisdom? Do you pray for the schedule? Pray over every single detail. Pray over the day. Because what you're doing is you are invoking God into the work. Dr. Miles Monroe gave a wonderful illustration. He gave a wonderful insight by saying that when we do not pray, 
we are limiting God's. And that's, I mean, that sounds very far-fetched. It's like, how can you limit God? How can a man limit God? But if you look at the scripture, the Bible tells us, God himself said that God knows what we need, even before we ask. But he still expects us to ask. He says, ask that you may receive. If God knows what we need, why doesn't he just simply give it to us? Why does he expect us to pray? Why does he expect us to do all these things when he simply already knows what we need? It's because God set up a system, a spiritual system, that when we walk by faith, then what we need comes towards us. You see, faith is everything. Faith is the currency of the kingdom. That when we pray, when we ask in faith, what happens? The, the will of God is invoked in that particular circumstance. It's invoked in whatever area that we put it in. And so God will not intrude in your work. He doesn't work that way. God is invited. You invite his presence. He doesn't intrude in your presence. You must desire, you must see the need to have God in in your life and in your work and you'll find him there because he desires to help you. He desires to work with you. He desires to his glory to be seen in your life and every aspect of your life. But if you don't involve his will, if you don't involve him in it, then we're limiting ourselves. We are shortchanging ourselves when we think that our experience is just enough. Experience is good. Education is great. But the wisdom of God, his presence and his glory upon your work will take you to levels that you've never seen before and i hope that I've, even as you've listened to this podcast that you will be able to get into your work with a lot more consciousness that you won't wait until a challenge comes for you to seek him out but that you'll pray over every aspect of your work because the reality is this the one bad deal can mess up your name and had we prayed about it had we prayed over our day and prayed over the project maybe just maybe wouldn't have gotten ourselves in such a mess. Praying over the day gives you wisdom. Wisdom makes your work very, very efficient every day. So maybe we don't have to keep burning out constantly. Maybe we don't have to do this work all by ourselves because God is available and God is willing. As Colossians chapter 3, verse 23 to 24 says that in whatever you do, do it heartily. As to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. He gave you the opportunity. And the wonderful thing about this wonderful God is that he gives you the grace to do the work. So that you can seek him out today and evolve him in your day-to-day work, even as we continue to come to the close of this year. I hope that you've learned something from this episode, and I hope that you can apply it to your day-to-day life. At the end of the day, wisdom is only knowledge until you apply it. So God bless you as you do so, and see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode all the way to the very end. I'm very grateful for your time. If this touched you in any way, please feel free to share it with a friend. And if you'd like to take it a step further and contribute to this channel, you can look at the description that is in the bio to see different ways on how you can do so. See you next week. God bless.